Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. I'm an addict named Sarah, turning turmoil into peace, May 7th. With the world in such a turmoil, I feel I have been blessed to be where I am. Basic text, page 145. Some days it doesn't pay to turn on the news. We hear so many stories about violence and mayhem. When we used, many of us grew accustomed to violence. Through the fog of our active addiction, we really got too disturbed by the state of the world. When we are clean, however, many of us find we are particularly sensitive to the world around us. As recovering people, what can we do to make it a better place? When we find ourselves disturbed by the turmoil of our world, we can find comfort in prayer and meditation. When it seems like everything is turned upside down, our contact with our higher power can be our calm in the midst of any storm. When we are centered on our spiritual path, we can respond to our fears with peace. And by living peaceably ourselves, we invite a spirit of peace to enter our world. As recovering people, we can affect positive change by doing our best to practice the principles of our program. Just for today, I will enhance peace in the world by living, speaking, and acting peacefully in my own life. Special announcement. Uh, we're coming up on one year uh, that we've been publishing these um, just for today meditation episodes. And with that, there's going to be a little bit of a change that occurs on June 14th and after. So June 14th will be the last new Just For Today meditation uh, episode to be published. Um, so what that means is on June 15th and, and, and after, uh, you may just need to do a search for the date to listen to that um, meditation episode. Um, they were recorded. We started last summer on June 15th. So, so again, June 14th will be the last new um, published. After that, you'll need to go ahead and, and search on whatever platform you're, you're listening to for June 15th and so on. A couple other things. We have about 32 episodes so far of the basic text study that drops every Sunday. It's an hour long um, episode. So there's about 32 hours 
of of basic text study material and we anticipate another 20 hours so another 20 episodes and so that's every sunday please make your way over there and, and take a listen to that but in that spirit we're starting the living clean study and so i would really like to hear from you if you are interested in being a um a permanent member of that which which would mean that you would participate each week uh, we meet for an hour each week or if you'd like to be a two guest, uh, a two episode guest. So please do um, uh, make your way over to the Facebook page, find the information link for the Living Clean study, fill that out, and I'll be in touch with you. Or you could text me some information on the podcast number. I want to hear from you. What content would you like uh, the anonymous podcast to explore? I know we have some folks asking for um, some pamphlets or or the guiding principles to break those down so i want to hear from you uh but really thank you thank you for taking this journey um with us uh, it's 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 really neat and encouraging to to think about us coming up on on a year so um so again folks june 14th will be the last new episode for the time being being published after june 14th do a history search by the date um, to listen to june 15th 16th 17th etc all right. Enjoy the episode. All right. Today's episode, uh, we're going to discuss it just for today. Meditation with we have a crew from Louisiana and Mississippi, really handsome bunch on here. Uh, it's too bad that you folks listening can't, can't see these folks, but here we go. We have Brad, Chris, and Carl. You folks want to jump in and, and give your introductions. Sure. I'm Brad. I'm an addict. I'm from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, metro area, fog lifters home group. Uh, Chris, Attic, Father Lifters is the home group, 327, 2018, Carl, I'm an Attic, um, January 6th, 2015, Open Mind, New Orleans. Uh, let's transition to the Just for Today, uh, turning turmoil into peace. What do you think, Brad? Hey, I'm Brad, I'm an Attic. Um, man, that just, it reminds me of, uh, when I first got clean, everyone talking about peace and serenity and stuff. And I was like, peace and serenity? Like, I don't want that. I, I miss the chaos. I miss the chaos of using. Mm -hmm. Like, I crave that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And then uh, fast forward today, um, you know, I've gone to, like, shows and stuff clean. And uh, if a fight breaks out or something, I'm, like, super uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> uh so I could relate to what the read was saying about us being like sensitive or something like that. And uh, that didn't used to be me. It used to be that I would get like all excited, you know, there's some mm. chaos going on, but you know, not so much anymore. And I think part of that is because like, you know, the chaos that was going on in my head and things like that when I first got clean and uh, you know, I was I always felt like I had to prove myself because I felt less than I wasn't comfortable with myself. So I wanted to like, it was a distraction really um and yeah you know i would tell myself i did a first step recently with a sponsee talking about denial plausible but untrue things right like i would tell myself well i'm trying to you know i want to get a fight with this person because they're disrespecting me or or something like that but really it's just because like i had to like prove to myself that i was worth some you know and thought that this would be me proving myself and uh you know, that same type of thinking is what can still get me caught up with things like gossip or judgment, where it's like, you know, 
I got to put that other person down so that, um, you know, I feel better about myself for some reason. Like if all these people are terrible, then surely I'm worth something like, because I'm not, <laughs> not that bad or something, you know, but I'm grateful that, uh, through a spiritual experience and a program recovery, like that's not how I have to live today. Um, you know, it's hard to turn that around. Um, but I'm grateful that I had like the love and support of the fellowship to like help me look at like who I am and come to terms with that and like accept it because like, damn, I couldn't do that shit alone. Like <laughs> I need to lean on y'all. I need y'all hugging me and telling me you, you love me no matter what. And like, it's okay. It's okay. Keep coming back. You know? And I was able to look at that, all that stuff and get to a place of humility now um, where I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with myself. And I, I'm, I seek that peace. And uh, I think for me to, like, understand people, you know, I listened to the eight-step eight podcast recently talking about seek to understand, not to be understood. <laughs> and uh, if I want to understand someone, I got to be in a place of peace. Like, in that chaos, then there's no understanding for me. Or I think he was talking about violence or turmoil in the in the meditation. Um, so yeah, I'm grateful for peace and serenity today. Bro, I love what you just said there too, man. Because you, uh, my sponsor Paul was just talking about this not too long ago. You know, during one of our basic text studies, and uh, it was like if we unpack that serenity prayer, like we're asking for serenity first before we can start accepting things, right? And, it, and I usually look at it the other way around. I usually say, no you know, God, help me to, to accept these things, right? And then I can have some peace about it. But no, it's the opposite. It's like, hey, let me have this stilled spirit. You know, let me have this calmness here. And then I can start accepting these things, you know, and do whatever. And uh, and that was a really good point you brought up too. It, it doesn't have to be about, you know, maybe like seeing violence in here. That That's a, that's a good example, you know, of, of having that turmoil hit. But um, but gossip, you know, and putting, you're exactly right, man. If I If I feel like, um, if you go to the back of the line, my default set, you know, my attic thinking is, oh, I, I you know, I, I went up. No, man, you just no. went to the back of the line, man. I didn't go, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't get any closure to whatever. And, uh, and, and so that clouds my thought, man, that, that, that's good. What do you think, Chris? Yeah. On this meditation, it made me think about just what the experience we had with COVID-19, right. And like all the turmoil mm -hmm. that was going on into, uh, in the world and, uh, really how it seemed like for me, uh, I've, you know, during that whole experience, I really got one to sit by myself a lot more than I'd previously ever gotten to. And two, I feel like I've been able to find a lot more peace now than I ever have. Now, you know, through that, I've, I've had a lot of good personal things happen for me, uh, like moving out of my mom's house and, uh, getting my own place and uh, trying to maintain a, a better practice of spiritual maintenance, right? And uh, so, you know, I was doing some definitely doing some things on my end, but uh, just the fact of being disconnected from the outside world, because previously, you know, I wasn't necessarily somebody that was big on the news or watching news or anything like that, but I could definitely be persuaded and my mood could be altered by what I intake mm -hmm. and that be for the good or for the bad. Uh, and so fortunately, you know, only through Narcotics Anonymous have I been introduced to like things like prayer and meditation and uh, acts like that to, to get to a place of being spiritually centered. Prior to recovery, I didn't know what spirituality was, you know, and so today I've come to find that there's like a spiritual center. So what also that means for me is like there's a spiritual, a spiritual far right and a spiritual far left. You know what I mean? And so I have the choice every day uh, to be in turmoil or peace, you know, kind of like a daily reprieve from active addiction. I also have a daily reprieve from my, my, myself, 
And uh, so I don't know, just the fact that there's tools that I can use though to get back into center uh, and I can use them, you know, it's, but that's my choice. Well, that's good stuff, man. You know, you, you know, there's some personalities like you, you get around some people and they're, they're nothing but chaos. Right. And you know how that kind of like it, not contagious maybe, but like it, it, it influences me a little bit. Right. You know, and, and, and I like to get, when I'm in the gym, I like to get around those folks. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's go ahead. Let's get, let's get it. But doing life with those people is tough, man. It's tough doing that. And I, and I got to spend a couple of days with Carl recently and, um, and bro, you're a very peaceful person, man. You just start, you, you have this peace and it's, you know, it's recognizable and it's, and it's, and it's good, man. It's good. You're really disturbed. You really, you know what I mean? And I say that because I found my tribe and I say that out of love, you know? So I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this, man. What, what, what is this? Like when the outside world's chaotic, you know, it's kind of like what Chris was talking about. Right. And then we have all these other components of like, am I being drawn to this chaos? Kind of like what, how Brad let us off with, you know, you know, how, how, what does this like walking out in this? And it's like, Hey, you know, I'm not participating in that. You know, I'm going to be centered today and then I can be an example for others. You speak to that? Yeah, it's a uh, turmoil is always a catalyst. I mean, it's a it can be a catalyst for change. I mean, in my time in recovery, you know, so your, your life is completely destroyed when you get clean for the most part. Not everybody, mm -hmm. but mine was, you know, no bank account, no job, no, mm -hmm. no, nothing. You know what I mean? You're like, I can't even, I don't even know how to ask somebody a question. I got no relationship <laughs> skills. And it's, it, it becomes this place where like, okay, well, maybe I should change something. Once I let go of drugs, I see the clarity on how crazy that was. And then each time I start to, it's like levels of awareness and it, it, the steps are built perfectly. Mm. The first step talks about inner and out, outer unmanageability. You know, so the first thing I have to really address is my outer unmanageability. Okay, can I keep a job? You know, I'm not using, I'm not overdosing, I'm not wrecking cars, you know, I'm trying to be kind to people, I'm trying to not create chaos. And then I have to work on my inner, inner unmanageability. What am I doing to maintain my, my mind? You know, am I stilling my mind? Am I spending time in meditation? Am I writing my thoughts? Am I doing gratitude mm -hmm. lists? Am I writing affirmations and flipping my thoughts? I mean, that's a, that's a huge tool that I used. I mean, writing out my negative thoughts first and then flipping them to positive. And what happened was my mind started to automatically, when it fired off a negative thought, it would flip it. I'm like, man, you're fucking fuck up. You're a piece of shit. No, you're, you're like a bright and loving, kind individual, like automatically it would do that. And um, so I started finding all these practices at, through that time, but I've had many catalysts in recovery. I've had bottoms in recovery with sex mm -hmm. and porn and, masturbation and like just unmanageability but every time i come to this brink you know it's like the sixth step am i entirely ready for change you know um you know i had this toxic relationship early in recovery and i, I thought it was the worst thing to ever happen to me this turmoil right and it, it actually was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because it pushed me. I, I had a choice. Every time I come to a, a brink, uh, the, the precipice, I have a choice. Am I going to be, am I going to grow from this or I'm going to stay in the crazy, mm -hmm. you know, and I chose to stay, you know, I, I chose to grow. I, I'm getting out of this. And then once I got out of the crazy, I realized 
I don't want to spend my, my time on that anymore. You know, and, and now when I see it, there's don't get me wrong. There's still a piece of me that wants to participate. There's like it's it, I, I like how it talks about it in the basic text. There's like a piece in me that cries for failure. You know, and I, I think that that's the part that is still so alluring, alluring to me is mm. it calls to me, you know, and. Um, but I don't Carl, let's dig in, uh, guys, let's dig in on that right there, because I think that um, we're, we all we all experience that that shiny you know, the, 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 the shiny thing, right? Like the shiny new toy or something like this. And, and it's like, man, that would, that'd be nice to play with that. <laughs> and then, and then a lot of times, man, like these things, you're exactly right. Talking about, you know, whatever the defect is, you know, in, in, in uh, recovering relapse, it talks about, you know, the, the big three, you know, food, money, and sex. Right. So, so, so whatever, whatever that thing is, you know, whatever the shiny new toy is um, we run in that. And then it's like, you're right. There's a decision. Hey, am I going to participate? Which way am I going to try to get healthier? Am I going to jump on that? And, but if we do, man, like if we find ourselves, you know, if we find ourselves, Hey, look, I'm clean. I'm working a program, man. I'm, I'm pouring myself out to other people, but I'm a whole ass human too. Right. And I'm still a whole ass addict, you know, I'm, I'm clean and I got this, but man, I got, you know, I got some things that aren't, aren't pretty. I got the warts and everything. Right. So it's like, okay. Um, I find myself in this, I find myself in this place, bro, and it's hurting, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. Brad, what are some action items, man, that we can get to the place that Carl was just talking about? So, so look, so, so here's the backdrop. I find myself, damn it. I'm here once again. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving my home group to go act out in this, in this situation, you know, whatever it is, I'm being transparent with my sponsor. So he knows what's going on or what, what, what's that path look back to, to the freedom Carl was just talking about? Can you speak to that? Yeah, uh, and I'm glad Carl brought up writing because um, that's something that has recently taken a, a big impact on my recovery. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people share about it and the people I hear sharing about how they're writing regularly are like the most peaceful people I know. So I'm like, I got to mm. do this. I got to start writing, you know, because I used to, you know, I used to put pen to paper for step work, but like just a day-to-day -day thing, I wouldn't really put pen to paper and like if I was you know stuck in this ob obsession in my head I would like try to pray and meditate but then I couldn't get my mind out of that obsession you know I couldn't control it like you know, <laughs> imagine that um and yeah so so meditation would work for me sometimes but not all the times but lately you know I've been putting pen to paper and just writing down all these thoughts and where I can actually look at them and like see how you know damaging some of them are and uh you know, backing up a little bit before that, I, I find that it's beneficial for me to get a different perspective, write all my thoughts down, and then get to a point of meditation where I don't just have all those thoughts like stuck in my head as I'm trying to, you know, connect to a power greater than myself. And when I've been doing that uh, here lately, I've been able, able to get to that place that Carl's talking about. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.